So Father, this morning we want to glorify you, praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. It's so real, it's so strong, it's so powerful. Lord, your worship that you receive today, we pray that it will become a sweet-smelling aroma in your presence. Thank you, Lord, that every life will be touched, impacted, changed forevermore. I pray as always, Holy Spirit, that every listener, every viewer, experience Jesus like they've never experienced Him before. Make Him real to us, I pray. Make His presence more real than life itself. Your Word declares that in Your presence there's fullness of joy, and at Your right hand there's pleasures forevermore. It is promised, Lord, that those who's abiding in the secret place of the Most High, for them they will have refuge, they will have peace. There will be healing, Lord, because there's healing in Your wings. So I pray in the name of Jesus that the anointing, Lord, that's being released right now, let it go through homes. Let every shackle, every yoke be destroyed by the power of God. We worship you. We glorify you. And we thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity of preaching Jesus to a world. We declare this right now. Everybody under the sound of my voice. They will not leave as they came. They will not be the same after this service. Lord, in Jesus' name, let the word transform them from glory to glory into your image and into your likeness we pray in jesus mighty name come on and the people of god said amen and amen i want to welcome all our viewers around the world uh, especially our faith city family that's watching us welcome to our live broadcast again well we can't wait until we all get together again and worship the king of kings and lord of lords all together i want to say something profoundly this morning and i want to help you understand that your life will never be the same again i believe that the spirit of god is going to touch you change you transform you it's going to be a whole total turnaround in your life today and i'm going to teach you a little bit uh, this morning on the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, yielding to the voice of God, yielding to the presence of the Lord. And I really do believe that you will never be the same again. I want you to understand that after the gift of salvation, one of the greatest gifts that the body of Christ has ever received is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to understand who this Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit's job is in our lives today. You need to understand that the book of Acts was a church, we were introduced to a church that walked in power walked in glory and the reason why this this church walked in power is not because they had a system in place they had a movement of God they had the Holy Spirit being poured out and the most powerful thing about this Holy Spirit he will always pour his power out and his presence will be, always be released to those who's thirsty to those who's dry to those who's in need of a touch of God the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit there's no water there's no river that's running through the deserts you are the desert and he's the river and the, the church of Acts were hungry for the presence and the move of God. And the first church was built on power. Even if you study the scriptures, you'll see that the church has grown tremendously in the book of Acts. Not because there was a system in place. Let me hit you with some knowledge. There wasn't even any home cells back then. There was only a move of God's power. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit added every single day to the church, to those who belong to the Lord. 3,000 were added in one day. Why? Because there was a move. There was a move among people that was hungry for God's glory. They weren't moved 
because somebody has a, a better recipe. They weren't moved because somebody has said something. They were moved because someone said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and everybody shall come to the knowledge of God. And we're living in the greatest hour ever because the body of Christ must experience an outpour of the spirit of God like we have never seen before. In this day and this age, and you can mark my words, write down that this is what Vessel Dubrain has said, that God is going to visit the nations of the world. People will have dreams and visions about him. People that rejected Jesus Christ. He will become so real to each person. How can this be? Only by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I want you to sit and hear me this day. Without the Spirit of God, it's, life is, will never go back to normal ever again. We need the Spirit of God. You see, when, when, the, when the supernatural is gone, man will always substitute the natural. I want to say this one more time. When the supernatural is gone, man will always substitute the natural. We need the supernatural power of God. You see, if I think about the Old Testament saints, most of them that God has used tremendously was walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that they saw miracles, signs and wonders. I can take two, two great prophets of old, Elijah and Elisha. Both of them saw miracles. Elisha saw twice the miracles that Elijah did. But why? How did it happen? Well, obviously because of the power of the Holy Spirit. But now the scripture says that we are living under a better covenant. And the Spirit of God now also remains and dwells within us. Imagine how much more power should the church walk in now. The scripture says that you shall receive power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. If you have your Bible, turn with me. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. When does the power come? The power does not come before it. The power doesn't come because we have a system in place. The power comes after the Holy Spirit has been poured out. And so the scripture says that the, 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 the church of Acts came together. Because Jesus has promised them that you will receive power. And here's the most powerful thing ever. The church of Acts, let's take the disciples. They didn't go into the old world before the promise came upon them. They waited until they were endued with power. This is the problem today that a lot of people will run and try to do things that they believe God has told them to do, but they go without the promise. And the promise is not just for you. The Bible says the promise is even for your children and your children's children and all of those who are far off. And that promise is the power of promise of the Holy Spirit. When this church was shaken by the power of God, they went out into all of the worlds. The Bible even says that they were known as men that has turned the world upside down. You can't turn the world upside down without the power of the Holy Spirit. And before I'm going to go into more details about the Holy Spirit, I want you to understand something. The Holy Spirit is the power from the Godhead. He's the power from heaven. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes Jesus a reality. The scripture doesn't say that the Spirit of God will come and put an emphasis on man. I want to say something. People, gonna, I believe it's going to shake you. You have to understand that the Spirit of God isn't even putting an emphasis on the church. He's not putting an emphasis on the movement. He's putting an emphasis on Jesus Christ. That's his job. The scripture says that when the spirit of truth comes, he will never speak about himself. He will speak about Jesus Christ. He's here right now. He's in your house right now to make Jesus real to you. And here's the key point. The scripture says in the book of Habakkuk, you can read this. It says that the power of God is hidden in his presence. In other words, for me to walk in the power of God, I need to understand his presence. If you, if you can't find the presence, you can never find the power. Let me say that one more time. If you don't find the presence, you will never find the power. A lot of people want the power of God, but they don't understand it's 
it's hidden in the presence of God. That's what the scripture teaches us. In other words, for me to, to walk in that supernatural power of God, I must find the presence. How do I find the presence? Well, the Bible teaches me that high places of worship creates that atmosphere for the Lord to dwell in. Now, the more we worship the Lord, the more we worship the King of glory, the more He becomes real. So high places of worship, we find the rivers. The Bible says we find the oil. High places of worship. What does it mean? That means people that worship God in spirit and in truth. Not you sing a song and you sing a hymn and you sing a her. No, you worship God from a deep, deep revelation. You, you didn't hear this. Let me say this again. You have to worship God out of deep revelation. It simply means that what you sing must become real to you. What you, what you sing unto the Lord, if it's not the reality, it's not worship. You need to be, make, make sure that becomes reality to you, becomes revelation to you. And when it becomes revelation to you, it transforms you from glory to glory. You see, the Bible says, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. We, we, the, this is what Jesus said in his own words. He said, you do not know who you worship. But we know who we worship, for the day will come where the people worship God in spirit and in truth. So the more I worship the Lord, the more His presence becomes real. In His presence, I find the power. People need to hear this. The presence of God causes me to be, while the power of God causes me to do. And let me say that one more time. Somebody, somebody needs to hear this. The presence of God causes me to be, while the power of God causes me to do. And I, it's impossible to, to separate the two from each other. Now, I, I have seen this over and over and over. A lot of people don't know this, that the power of God, and I, I, I'm teaching this. So the Bible says, in the presence of God, His power is hidden. But how, how's the power being released? Simple, simple. Let me teach you this. The power is being released through surrender. When you know how to surrender, the power is released. A lot of people don't understand this. You can't surrender until Jesus is real. Just by saying this, there's a presence of the Lord that is just flooding my soul. You can't ever surrender until Jesus is real. And here's the thing. This is why we can't remove the Holy Spirit from the church. This is why we can't remove the Holy Spirit from ministry. We can't remove Him from our lives. He's the one that makes Jesus a reality to me right now. He's the one who makes Jesus a reality to you. So as I surrender, the power is being released. Whatever I put an emphasis on, I give power to so if I put an emphasis on, on Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit makes Him more real, more real, more real. Suddenly His power is being released. Why? Because of surrender. I can only surrender when Jesus is real. A lot of people struggle with surrender. I, I promise you, if you understand this this morning, if I know how to find Jesus, and then you will surrender. The most easiest part of it all is finding Christ. So when Jesus is a reality to you, it is easy to surrender. So let me say this that you can understand this. You can only surrender once Jesus becomes real to you. And when He becomes so real to you, a lot of people don't realize this, that when Jesus is more real than your sickness, you get healing. When Jesus is more real than your disease, that's when disease dries up. When Jesus is more real than your sin, that's when you start to walk in righteousness. When Jesus is more real than your flesh, that's when you start to walk in the Spirit. 
When Jesus is more real than this world, you no longer walk in fear, but you walk in faith. For the Bible says that the righteous walks by faith. We don't walk by sight. We walk by insight. We walk with the virtue of Christ that is released in us. It's a knowing that we know that we know. I always say to people that the presence of God, a lot of people want to feel the presence of God. The presence of God isn't always felt, it's known. It's known. You have to know that you know that you know that He has promised that I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And it's impossible to understand this dynamite power without the Holy Spirit. And again, this is why I say the Holy Spirit, it's it's impossible for the Holy Spirit to be a dove. It's impossible for the Holy Spirit to be a fire. He's a real person. For only a real person. Let, let me say this to you. How can you love a person who you have never seen with your eyes? I want you to understand that this, this morning. That if you have a love for Christ Jesus, how do you love a man that you've never seen? And the love that you have for him is not a love that you have for your wife or for your husband. It's a different kind of love. I can explain the love I have for my wife. I can, I can go into too de- too much, so much detail about her. But when I speak about my love for the Lord, it's impossible to, because the love is so big, it's so wide, it's so deep. How can you love a man you have never seen? Without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible to love Jesus. He makes you fall in love with Jesus over and over and over again. He's the one who makes Jesus real. A lot of people say to me, Vessel, I want to know the Holy Spirit. Can you explain the Holy Spirit to me? Yes, look at Jesus. If you've seen Christ, you've seen the Spirit of Christ. He's the exact same. Let me tell you this. He's, he's a different, the scripture says he's the paraclete. He speaks about a paracletos. He's from the same kind, but a different one. But he doesn't sound different than Christ. He is different from the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Trinity. But when he speaks, he sounds like the Son of God. When the Son of God speaks, he sounds like the Father. That's, that's unity. But you need to understand that this is how the Holy Spirit operates and releases the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the power from heaven. Let me explain something to you. The Holy Spirit, when He comes in, the Bible says He comes in like a flood. I want you to understand the scripture where the Bible says that the enemy comes in like a, a The scripture says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, our Bible says, put a comma there and says, after the enemy has come in like a flood, the Holy Spirit will raise up a standard against him. But the original Hebrew language doesn't have commas. In other words, the right translation says, when the enemy comes, comma, like a flood, the Holy Spirit will raise up a standard against him. So when the Holy Spirit comes in, he comes in like a flood. Come on, I said he comes in like a flood. And when he comes in like a flood, do you know what he brings forth? He brings conviction. He brings peace. He brings joy. He brings understanding. He brings change. I've never seen a man being filled with the Holy Ghost and power and not change his ways. When you know the Spirit of God, you hate the things of this world. And he comes in like a flood. What does it mean? It means that he cleans up shop. When he, when he moves into your life, everything is different. He, he throws around the tables of your heart, turns it all upside down, and then you start to sound like Christ. You walk like Christ. The people need to understand, not without the Holy Spirit. It is impossible to live the Christian life without the power of God. So the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he brings the atmosphere of heaven. Jesus taught me something powerful in Scripture. He said, when you pray, pray as it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. How do I pray the realities of heaven into my now? How do I make sure that I pray the right things? It's even impossible to pray without the Holy Spirit. 
This is why the Bible says we do not know how to pray. But the Holy Spirit prays through us. I want you to hear something. I'm, I just feel moved by the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. This is what the, one of the greatest apostles alive ever said. He said, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. But in demonstration of the Spirit and power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Again, let me say this. You can't separate the Holy Spirit from power. He says, Paul says that when I came to you, I didn't come with persuasive words. Persuasive words. In other words, he said, I didn't come to persuade you or change your mind or change your ways through my words. I have come with the demonstration of the Spirit and of power. In other words, persuasive words does not change men's heart. It's the power of God that shakes you to the core and changes people tremendously. So Paul says, when I, when I represented the gospel to you, I didn't represent the gospel just in empty words. I represented the gospel with the power of the Holy Ghost, with the backing. What backing? Signs, wonders, and miracles followed because of the Holy Spirit's grace. People think that the kingdom of God is in words. Paul did taught us something else. He says the kingdom of God is not in words, but in power. In power. So how do I find that power? Seated in the presence. How do I find the presence? I have to walk with the Holy Spirit. And ask the Holy Spirit to make Jesus real. And when Jesus becomes real to me, I start to yield. And as I yield, the power of God is being released out of me. And when the power of God is being released, I am only then an ambassador of the kingdom of God. A kingdom that cannot be shaken. So the Spirit of God comes in and He brings forth the atmosphere of heaven. He brings heaven into our now. This is why Jesus taught us, when you pray, pray as it is in heaven. So it shall be on earth. I've seen the greatest release of the, of the presence of God is when you have a now mentality. When you have a, a kingdom mentality. When you think about, as Jesus says, pray as it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. So Jesus made us a promise in the scriptures. He says that when it is, it is better for us if he goes away because when he leaves, he will send us the comforter. I want you to understand why the Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I want you just to do something for me. If you're watching me right now, I want you to just put your phone down quickly. I just want you to lift your hands. Because the presence of the Lord is all over me right now. It's like the Holy Spirit just made it more real than He already is to me. I thank you so much, O Spirit of God, that Jesus is real. Oh, come on now. You're watching me right Forget about everything. The Holy Spirit just interrupted my meeting. Jesus is so real. I pray, Spirit of truth, that you touch every heart, every life. Make Jesus so real to them. You told us this morning it's impossible to heal until Jesus becomes real. He's more real to me now than life itself. And I pray that your power will be released across the world in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, everybody under the sound of my voice will experience a touch from heaven. That you'll heal every disease. Right now, I rebuke that foul spirit of cancer. I smell it this morning. I smell that spirit of cancer eating you up. And I rebuke it now by the power of the Holy Ghost. I say in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit of cancer. Come out of that body and into no more. I command that cancer, you die to the root now in Jesus' name. Dry up and be gone. Dry up and be gone.
be gone. I release the life of Christ in your body right now. I release the power of God. Move across the world. Spirit of God, I prophesy that every dead and dry bone, hear the word of God. Come alive in Jesus' name. I command that spirit. Come back into that body now. Now in Jesus' name. That foul spirit of death, I curse it in Jesus' mighty name. Move across the world, Spirit of God. Move across the world. We are desperate for a touch. We are desperate for a touch. Romo Andrew. Come on, you watching me right now? Put down that phone and lift those hands. He's here. I pray, Holy Ghost, make him real to us this morning. Make him so real. Make him so real. Jesus, you have a name above every other name. And in the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. And every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We worship you right now. In spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. such an anointing in this place I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit is the presence of God people don't understand this when you feel God you feel the Spirit of God Jesus the scripture says he's seated in heaven next to the Father there's the Holy Spirit that makes the presence of the Father real to us you know when you start to sing songs holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty it's the Holy Spirit that steps in and brings that reality to us about how holy this God is. And one of the, the persons mostly neglected in the church today is the Holy Spirit. Mostly neglected by people. People don't understand Him. People don't give Him a, 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 a chance. I've seen in my own life, most people that don't know you don't like you. People that don't know the Holy Spirit don't like the Holy Spirit. They will always speak against the Spirit of God. But He is the presence of God. And what happens is, when we praise the Lord, you can't praise Him without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings that spirit of praise upon you. But praise stirs you. Alright, so let me say this in this way, that the power of God, it stirs me. While the presence of God stills me. Why does the presence of God still me, hear me? It's because this is where the Holy Spirit takes you. And it reveals the secret things of God's heart to you. And when, when it becomes revelation and God's heart is being revealed to you, it brings a silence to you. A silence to you. You become silent. Because now you start to see the wondrous works of His hands. You see the Father's heart and that doesn't stir you. It stills you because now you're in awe of Him. Praise stirs it up. The power stirs it up. But when the presence of God comes in, it stills you. It brings you to a place of stillness. Stillness. I always believe that when we praise God, it's we ministering unto Him. But when we start to worship Him, it's God ministering unto us. And that's where the Holy Spirit makes Him real. Think about this. The Bible says, nobody knows the deep things of God. No angel knows the deep things of God. But the Spirit of God reveals it to us. He reveals the secret things of God, the hidden things of God. So the more we worship the Lord, the more really becomes to us, the more the Holy Spirit reveals 
the secret things of the Father's heart and that makes you still, that gets you to a place where you're on your knees and you just cry and you cry and you cry. I wish, I wish I can sometimes take you into my prayer room and you can experience what I experience. Sometimes when I just speak about the greatest king who has ever walked the face of the earth, he becomes so real to me that it's like nothing around me matters anymore. I love it what the Holy Spirit does. He says that when His power comes upon you, He changes you into another man. Let me tell you, any man that walks in the power of the Holy Ghost is a man that's powerful. It's a man that is set aside. He's set apart from the things of this world. People will mock Him and hate Him and don't like Him. But let me tell you, even if people's faces change against you, God's will and plan will not change against you. Walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus promised us it's better. It's better. It's so much better if I go because when I go, I'll send you a help. I always say to the Lord, Lord, I wish I was Peter. I wanted to walk next to you every single day of my life. He said you would have been like Peter. You would have been doubtful. You would have been fearful. It is better that you now have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit makes Jesus more real. I want you to understand this. I try to get this across that everybody understands. If Jesus walks here right now in the flesh, right now in the flesh, and there's a second scenario where Jesus is not walking in the flesh, but the Holy Spirit makes him real. He would be more real when the Holy Spirit makes him real than what he is even if he's walking in the flesh. Because when he walked in the flesh on the earth, they didn't believe him. The Bible says his own brothers didn't believe in him. But after Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit was poured out and brought things into remembrance, it was a people that was unstoppable. People can see Jesus right now. It will not change them. The, the very reason that you see Christ with your own eyes doesn't mean that it's going to change you. It's only by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is why the Bible says it's not by might. It's not by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I want to quickly explain this to you. I believe there's people watching me today that the Lord is healing. He's touching you. Come on, I'm going to mess it up. Lift those hands again. Precious Lord, thank you. Oh, thank you for your presence. You see, you watch me, you say, I don't know what's going on here. Let me tell you, neither do I. I had a message, but the messenger is more important. I had a message, but the messenger is more important. So Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you in this time, this hour, that you still decide to visit us. This is our prayer that you will take us to this place, that place called there, that secret place, that place that's more than enough. Your word says that you are the paraclete sent from God. It says that you are the oil of joy. You are, Lord, the garment of joy for the spirit of heaviness. You are the peace. You are the love. You are the mercy. So, Prince of Peace, thank you for giving us the spirit of God. There's people even watching me. There's a pulling on your heart that God says, I want you to stop with what you're busy with. I want you to change your lifestyle. I want you to stop with your sinful nature. Change, turn around right now. It's the Holy Spirit that's pulling on you. 
You see, he's the greatest evangelist that ever, ever walked on the earth is the Holy Spirit. And he's pulling on you right now. He's pulling on you right now. Come on, these people listening to me that you have a revelation of Jesus right now. He makes him real to you. But I believe that the master is calling you. There's no more time for getting right. You have to live right. But so what about the message? What about the messenger? The messenger is standing, knocking on the door of your heart and say, if you'll open up, I'll come in, I'll dine with you. You'll never be the same again. Just lift those hands across the world right now, wherever you're watching me. And say, Lord, I want to surrender every ounce of my being to you. I want to give it all away, Lord, my life for yours. Do whatever you want to do, Master. What I'm saying right now will not quench the Spirit. But Paul even says this. He says, don't quench the Spirit. Don't fight the Holy Spirit. You have to yield, 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 yield to Him. The more He's real, the easier it becomes to yield. But I understand He's not just Jesus, but He's everything to me. You understand your time is not yours, it's His. Your money is not yours, it's His. Everything that you live for is not for your own sake. It is His. Just yield to the King of glory. We yield to you right now. We thank you. Every prayer request shall be answered, Lord. Come on, I want you to go into the comment box right now and tell me if the Holy Spirit has been touching you right now. If you feel the fire of God moving through you. Come on, I want you to hear what God has done for you even as you, even as you listen. Come on, every sickness, there's the pain. I see severe pain in the knees that the Lord is touching right now and healing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's a woman watching me. You struggle to get pregnant but the power of God is coming over your womb right now in the name of Jesus. I release this overflowing life in Jesus' mighty name. So Lord, we just want to praise you. Your word says it's in the, in the presence of God with the power is hidden. Oh, just take us to that place. Take me to 
place. This is our prayer, Holy Spirit. Take us to that place, that secret place. That place is called there. The place is more than enough. More than enough. Holy Spirit, thank you for making Jesus real to us. For being the power from heaven. Your word says in Acts chapter 2, as they came together in one accord, the place was shaken by the power of God. There came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. I want to say what the Holy Spirit is saying to me before the breakthrough comes, you have to hear the sound. No breakthrough comes unless you hear. You have to hear the sound of breakthrough. And as they came together praying, waiting on the promise of God because they knew that He who has promised is faithful. He will never lie. His word will never come back void. It was promised. As you stay and pray, you'll receive the power from on high. So the Bible says as they pray together, in one accord, there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. Not a weak wind. A mighty, mighty, mighty rushing wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. The Bible says that fires of tongues divided set upon each of their heads. 120 in the upper room. Being filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues. That the bypasses walked past them and mocked them and says they are full of wine. Peter stood up. He said we are not drunk as you suppose. But this is what Joel has promised that in the last days God will pour out His Spirit upon all, upon all flesh. One encounter with the Holy Spirit turned these 120 people upside down. And today we are a billion strong. Because one day the Holy Spirit was poured out and somebody released, uh, received a touch from God. 120 people became a billion people around the world. And I declare this by the power of God that you will receive that same shaking in your house. That you have a new zeal and a new fire that will eat you up like never before. Like never before. I want to finish off by saying that the Holy Spirit is much more than just a wind, much more than just a fire. The Bible speaks about the Holy Spirit as a real, real person. More real than the person next to you. A real person with feelings. If you study the book of Acts, you'll find out that the Bible says in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit made decisions. He spoke to them. He moved in power. You can see it in the Old Testament, the scripture says they rebelled and grieved against His Holy Spirit. And He fought against them as an enemy. Now, I want to say this, that when you fight against the Holy Spirit, your lampstand will be removed. Your lampstand is your life. You'll die. The Bible says that they rebelled and grieved against Him. How do I rebel against the Holy Spirit, by the way? is when I, when I walk in disobedience, when I live a life of sin, there's a price to pay. You rebel, you grieve Him. Doesn't matter in what language I say this. Understand this that sin grieved the Spirit of God. The Bible says He's a Holy Spirit. A Holy Spirit. Not a tolerable Spirit. A Holy Spirit. A Holy Spirit. So the scripture says, as they rebelled and grieved against Him, He became an enemy and He fought against them. Whenever you fight against the Holy Spirit, you're going to lose. The Bible is very clear on this in the book of John. John teaches us that when Jesus was baptized, 
as he came out of the water, there came a voice from the heavens that says, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And as they, the scripture says, as he, they heard the voice in heaven, a, the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove. And he sat upon Jesus Christ. Now I want you to understand that John is the only gospel that teaches that the Holy Spirit remained upon him. Why does the Holy Spirit come in the form of a dove? Because something significant happened here. Where the Lord introduced the Holy Spirit in a form of a dove. Because if you study a dove, a dove is a gentle animal. An animal without a gallbladder that means there's no deceit found in him. You'll never find the Holy Spirit with deceit. There's no impurity in the Holy Spirit. You need to understand there's no impurity in the Spirit of God. The Bible, the Bible teaches us so the, the dove remained upon him. It remained upon him. A lot of people when they give their life to the Lord, they have the infilling or the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but not the power that remained. And the Bible, so the Bible says in the form of a dove, if I look at a dove, on his right wing there's nine feathers. On his left wing there's nine feathers. The nine feathers on the right represents the nine gifts of the Spirit. The nine feathers on the left represents the nine fruits of the Spirit. His main tail feather consists out of five feathers, which consists about the five offices that Jesus gave to the church. He gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Uh, a dove is one of the animals that mates for life. So when his mate dies, he doesn't get another mate. He mates for life. This means that the Holy Spirit will be with you until the very ends of the earth. But how, how did Jesus get it right so the Holy Spirit can, or the dove, the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove remained upon him. I always say this with utmost respect. If I look at the dove, it's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Or like a logo to a business. It's something that he represents. So how do I get this? If I study a dove, a dove is a shy animal. A sensitive animal. He flies off very quickly. If he gets scared off, he flies away. A lot of people don't understand this. Disobedience removes the Spirit of God so quickly from your life. So, so quickly. And here's the key. If, the, if a dove flies and he comes sits on my shoulder, how do I keep the dove there? I, I have to understand now if I just walk like I want to walk, if I start to run, the dove is going to fly away. If I scare this dove, he's gone. How do I keep the dove? How do I remind the dove or keep the dove to remain on me? My walk is going to change. When I start to walk now, I'm going to have to keep him in mind. When I run, I can't run with my own self in mind. I have to keep Him in mind. This is where people make the mistake of the Holy Spirit. They live a life pleasing to themselves, no longer pleasing to the Holy Spirit. When you live, you have to keep Him in mind. When you make decisions, keep Him in mind. So now you change your whole life. You keep the dove in mind. That's how He remains. If you hear His voice right now, listen to Him, obey Him. Do whatever He wants you to do and He'll obey Listen, I wanted to come to you and teach you on the Holy Spirit in detail. And the Holy Spirit changed everything. And I expected this because before the service started, I, I experienced the presence of the Lord. And I knew that something is, gonna, something is going to happen. Even if this was just for me. Experience this beautiful presence of the Spirit of God. Then so be it. But my prayer for you is right now that the Holy Spirit will be real to you. Acts 19, the scripture even says, when, when the, the disciples asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit after you were baptized? They said, we didn't even knew about the Holy Spirit. So many people listening to me right now don't even know about the Holy Spirit. You can't walk a Christian life without the Holy Spirit. You can't walk in power without the Holy Spirit. You can't live a holy life without the Holy Spirit. You can't worship Jesus in spirit and truth without the Holy Spirit. Everything will be in flesh. 
if there's no spirit of God, if there's no reality of the Holy Spirit in you and through you. The Bible says that the spirit of truth will come and he will be with you. He says the spirit of truth will come, which the world will reject. The world will not like him. The world will not receive him. The Bible says the world will not, the world not even know him. He says, but you, you will know him because he will be with you and he will be within you. So he's here right now. He's with me. He's in me and he's upon me. My prayer for you is this morning that the Holy Spirit will touch you. That God will dip you in the kerosene of His Spirit one more time and set you on fire. That you might burn again. That when the Scriptures are being opened up, that your hearts will burn within you. That the zeal for your Father's house will eat you up. That you'll have a desire for the Lord like never before. It is impossible to pray without the Holy Spirit moving you. It's impossible to worship Him without the Holy Spirit moving you. It's impossible to say no to the things of this world without the Holy Spirit keeping you in, in check. My prayer right now in the name of Jesus Christ is that the Holy Spirit will come upon you right now that the great comforter will comfort you in this hour. That Jesus will be real to you. That the power of God will shake you one more time. That your worship will come to a place of high places. We will start to experience the Lord of glory. Where His power will stir you, but His presence will start to still you. And as you worship the Lord, that the Holy Spirit will open up the Father's heart and give you mysteries of, of God that will bring you to a place of conviction, a place of total surrender, where Jesus will become so real, where you just start to heal. And as you heal, that your life become a fountain for the Spirit of God to move through. That wherever you go in the desert, your spiritual life, the desert, your financial desert, that the Holy Spirit will become a river. And everything that touches that river will live in Jesus' name. So I want to pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, as I heard you say, pray for my people. That deserts will become rivers in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, everything that is dead in people's lives. Everything that's broken. Everything that seems is already dead and stinking. It will resurrect by the power of God right now. I pray, Spirit of the living God. That you become real to them. That people will open up their homes for the presence of God. And as people open up their hearts to you, I pray that you will move them like never before. Everything will be different. Everything will be changed. I declare your healing power over the airwaves of the world right now. I speak life into everybody. Every sickness under the sound of my voice. I curse it in Jesus' name. I cut it off. And I release your power right now. Come on, you watching me receive this power in the name, yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I release it right now all across the world. And I thank you for supernatural provision in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come on, and somebody shout. Hallelujah.